Hey out there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's a beautiful day here in Pasadena. I think it's always a beautiful day here in Pasadena. The sun is always shining and it's never too, too hot as far as there's, you know, we just don't have the humidity here like we did in Florida. But it's beautiful and people are friendly and I can always get out and walk around. So beautiful. But let's get to it. Today we're going to be in Psalms 91 or 81, excuse me, and I'm going to read from the message today. Here we go. A song to our strong God, a shout to the God of Jacob, anthems from the choir, music from the band, sweet sounds from the lute and harp, trumpets and trombones and horns. It's festival day, a feast to God, a day declared by God, solemnly ordered by the God of Jacob. He commanded Joseph to keep this day so we'd never forget what he did in Egypt. I hear the most gentle whisper from one I never guessed would speak to me. I took the world off your shoulders, fed you from a life, freed you from a life of hard labor. You called to me in your pain. I got you out of a bad place. I answered you from where the thunder hides. I proved you at Meribah Mountain. Listen, dear ones, get this straight. O Israel, don't take this lightly. Don't take up with strange gods. Don't worship the popular gods. I am God, your God, the very God who rescued you from doom in Egypt, then fed you all you could eat, filled your hungry stomachs. But let my but yet my people didn't listen. Israel paid no attention, so I let them go off the reins and told them, run, do it your way. Oh, dear people, will you listen to me now? Israel, will you follow my map? I will make short work of your enemies. Give your foes the back of my hand. I will send the God-hating, cringing like dogs, never to be heard from again. You'll feast on my fresh-baked bread, spread with butter and rock-pure honey. (laughs) Well, it looks like Asaph decided to cheer things up a bit, which I'm glad because lamenting can start to wear you down. At least it started to wear me down. So I'm happy that this is not a lamenting psalm. This psalm is more upbeat. And therefore, what category would you say this one falls under? The theme is remembering where God has brought them so do you remember what this is a subcategory of because it's a subcategory of one of the five major themes for the psalms you'd have to go back to episode 110 though if you if you don't remember but I'll tell you of course it's Thanksgiving and it's kind of obvious that this is Thanksgiving remembering what God has done and so we're going to be thankful especially with all of this music that's going on it's a celebratory type of a psalm it says that a festival is going on now which one I don't know which festival they're necessarily celebrating but my Bible tells me that it's supposed to be played with a githid g-i-t 
T-I-T-H, gifted. I may be pronouncing that wrong. But when I went and did a little bit of research, of course, it's an ancient um, instrument that the Israelites used. But it said it was a striking instrument, so not like a stringed instrument. So maybe more like some type of a drum type of thing. Now, who knows what kind of sound that would make, but they had to strike it. So imagine someone hitting a drum-like instrument with all of the hoops and not hoops but the lute and the harp and the trombones and the trumpets and they're singing this song (laughs) it kind of would be loud don't you think (laughs) a bit noisy but I think there would be no mistaking all of this for not being a celebration so they're just ringing in the the good news of God God's goodness and the covenant that he made with their ancestors of bringing them out of Egypt that is what they are celebrating and so yeah it's a thanksgiving psalm the remembering or this remembering that they that they do you know how God took the initiative to choose them and to bring them out of slavery then to establish a covenant with them really reminds me of several scriptures and that's what we're going to kind of focus a little bit on um, the first scripture is Hebrews thirteen eight, where it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever right and so just think about that God doesn't change. Jesus doesn't change. He is the same. So them remembering what God has done for them, it's like it wasn't a one-off, right? It's like, no, I just did that then. I, I, I have no intention of doing anything in the future. Another scripture that comes to mind is Romans 8.31. If God be for us, then who can be against us? <clears throat> Once again, if God took the initiative to choose them, right, to bring them out of Egypt, to make a covenant with them, the Psalms talks about how he fed them in the wilderness. Was it just a one-time deal? No. And then the last scripture that this reminds me of is Philippians 4.8, where Paul says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if anything worth praise, think about these things. And I think that Psalms kind of, not Psalms, that um, scripture sums everything up for me with this Psalm. Remember the good things that God has done for you, right? We've discussed the importance of remembering the good things God's done for you. It isn't to remind God, it's to remind you, to remind me. Why? Because we're simple-minded humans. We tend to forget. (laughs) We forget all sorts of things. And we forget things because we just get caught up in life. You know, life has a lot going on. You know, you have work and the stressors that are at work. You you know, if you have a family, a spouse, kids, you know, just normal life stuff happens. Then you have the enemy, right, who can throw in some other little barbs that get you off track. And so you're just constantly, we're just constantly going. And and we, we have a tendency to forget, 
with the distractions and we're moving on to the next thing and to the next thing. And if we're not disciplined in our thoughts and in our minds and in our practice with putting God first, we kind of either will leave him behind or kind of drag him along like a doll or something. But God wants us to remember all that he's done for us because it will help us during the more challenging times. It helps us remember how holy and how good he is and not to take him for granted or kind of bring him down to our level, which is something that I always have to check myself in doing. You know, there's a song talking about um, a praise song, I am a friend of God. Yes, Jesus says he will call us, you know, brother and sister and friends, but he's still the man who died for us on the cross, who is still very much living today, who bore the sin, you know? So we need to remember and reverence that. So God wants us to remember what he's done for us. Because you see, when everything is rainbows and unicorns, you know, when we're going through good times, it's easier to forget God then. It's easier to get up each day, though, with excitement and expectation. It's also a time when we can really neglect our relationship with God because things are going so well, you know, we don't really need him. At least we, we think we don't really need him. We get fooled into thinking that we've made it to that good place, you know, that peace of mind on our own, right? And the enemy wants us to think that way. That the promotion that, you know, you now have, right? That you got there by your sweat and your tears, by putting in the hard work. And granted, you did. You had to do that. But do you think for a second that God hadn't already navigated that scene so that you could be able to do that? Of course he did. God is always there orchestrating things. And so we can't neglect him in the good times. Another reason why we really can't neglect in in the good times is that good times are for a season. Life ebbs and flows. And just as the saying is trouble don't last always, neither do the good times. You can be on the mountaintop, but trust me, you'll have to come down off that mountaintop and go through a valley just to get to the next mountaintop. Because God is moving and he's moving us. And so we can't stay stagnant. So just like you're not going to stay stagnant in the valley, you're not going to stay stagnant on the mountaintop. And so when the more challenging times come, caregiving, remembering God in the good times helps you to trust him in the challenging times. And I know you know this. Because it's been really the underlying theme of this entire podcast. To trust God. To celebrate what he's done. To celebrate what he is doing. Whether you can see it or experience experience what he's doing right now or not. Understand that he has still worked some stuff out for you right now. And to celebrate what he will do. Because he is the same God throughout. He is the consistency in our lives. And within this season, this season of caregiving, I want you to look for God to prepare that feast in the presence of your enemies. That's Psalms um, 23, right? And to get ready for that tasty, fresh baked bread 
that's served with butter. And what did the psalmist say? Rock pure honey. That sounds mighty good to me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for being a very right now God and a very not imaginative but expressive God that this psalm speaks to not only what you've done for the children of Israel and to remind us what you've done for us but the fact that you would prepare a table for us that you would make fresh baked bread for us and not just bread by itself Lord but bread with butter and honey that means you're a God who lavishes us with all that we need with the good things in life you are not a chintzy god and therefore we don't want to be chintzy children we don't want to be chintzy with our praise to you and our celebration to you and our worship of you forgive us if we have been that way if we have forgotten all that you've done for us if we've gotten caught up in the day-to-day grind of life, forgive us. Help us to slow down, perhaps stop, and to invite you into our space. And not into our space just for a certain period of time, but to set up a room, the largest room in our hearts that we have for you, and to let you know that it is your room, that you inhabit our space indefinitely for eternity and in tune us to hear you when you speak to us for we we do want that fresh baked bread but more than anything father we just want to be in your presence walking in your will and so help the caregivers out there as they're going through this season help them to know that you're still working on their behalf And all they need to do is trust you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go with the celebratory mood today. Imagine this getith, (laughs) whatever it is, playing. You have the trombones going and you are celebrating God today. No matter what happens in your day to day, celebrate God and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.